Hey, 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 Tanya. Hey, Chris. Um, is is it is twenty twenty over yet? It is, but twenty twenty one's not looking so hot so far. Yeah, it's like twenty twenty part two. Yeah. Well, maybe this is like twenty twenty plus seven days plus ten days, something like that. You know how like March hasn't ended. <laughs> don't start. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't put that out in the universe. Don't do that. You know what would be more fun right now? Let's let's talk about something well, let's, else. Let's let's do the first podcast of the year. Woohoo! Now I just need to see. Have we found Billy? Billy I'm did. here. Hello. There he is. Good oh, morning. He was, hiding, he was hiding behind a cat. Okay. Hi, Billy. Hi. Uh, I'm snuggling a cat. And 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 has anybody seen Dan? Dan. 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 There he is. Wait a minute. I think I heard Dan. Are you there? Yeah, the sorry, I, I, I got interrupted. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> a cat or a kid? Yeah. Cat, yeah. A kid, yeah. <laughs> Could have been both. You never know. Mm-hmm. Yes. Ah, well, guys, happy New Year. Happy Same New to you. Year. We should probably do a proper opening then. Uh, from Rochester. From Rochester. Live from New York? No, that's been done. No, before. we're not live. Not live, and we're well. We we're live now. But we're live we're now. Not. Live on recording. <laughs> recording there we before go. a live audience, alive in New York. There we go. <laughs> From Rochester, New York, we're alive in New York. This is Monkey Business. Your one-stop shop for everything geeky and everything can be geeky if you love it enough and we're going to prove that this year i hope starring your friends your family it's dan carmen it's tanya metris it's billy detori it's juno the wonder dog and i myself my name is chris i'm your host it's good to see you guys well let's see see here you guys well talk to you guys. okay i'll get this right one of these days be with you guys in stunning 1080 P. Love it. We've upgraded our technology. We're going to be 4K by the end of the year. It's going to be amazing. You're going to see vivid, <laughs> vivid technicolor. In vivid technicolor. Vivid, yeah. And now we, 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 are on the, we are on the ball in 2021 here. <laughs> oh, yeah, well. On with the show. <laughs> Hello, fam. Hi. Hello. Hi, how, are we, how are we doing? Doing all right. It's Sunday morning when we're recording. Yes. Listening on Wednesday or later. Probably. Yes. It's, um, it is the 10th of January on the day that we record this. It's a special day in my family. <gasps> Your bouncing baby boy is 18 today and he's no yes. longer a baby boy. He's no longer a bouncing a baby. <laughs> he hasn't been a baby boy in a while. <laughs> he is not. No. Um, this is actually a, a big date. In, in our family, um, my cousin Christine, her, her younger daughter Alana, has a birthday today. Uh, my cousin Doug, his his granddaughter Brooklyn, has a birthday today. It's Ian's birthday today. It's Ian's mother Erica, um, my ex Erica's cousin Bianca, has a birthday today. And there's like two others. I can't remember exactly. I think they're friends of the family, but there's two other people who have birthdays today as well. So so yeah, the, it's a big day in the family, and uh, so we're kind of excited. We're we're throwing birthday greetings around to each other. I have not heard from the newest Lord of Scotland just yet, but uh, hmm. did I tell you? Did I tell you guys that's what I did for his birthday? No. For his yes. birthday, I went to that established titles website. I did all the reading and the research and whatnot, and I bought him a small patch of Scotland. So now he's officially a lord of Scotland. You got but, him a five by five. Instead I got of a five by five. Well, the base package is a one by a one foot square package, right, or one foot plot. 
which is cute. It's all well and good. But I'm thinking that Ian eventually is going to have, knowing him, he's going to go looking for it one of these days. He's going to go to Scotland for the express purpose of seeing his property. <laughs> and he was not small enough to fit on a one foot square. <laughs> I couldn't imagine, you know, giving, gifting him a patch of Scotland that he couldn't fully appreciate. So I got him the five by five with a five foot square and they're going to plant a tree on it in his name. I, I believe there's going to be a small plaque on it, but I don't think that's a, that's necessarily a thing, but it, ha it has a plot designation and everything. He does not have to pay taxes on it. You know, <laughs> I made sure of that, you know, um, but it was funny that this, this, this is like basically the, the culmination of, of a very long time running gag when he was in second grade at six years old. So 12 years ago, um, they, the class was given projects to do reports on different countries throughout the world. And he was given Scotland and he read all about Scotland and he read about, you know, Scottish history. And, and then, you know, he's, he's read about the reputation Scotsmen have and kilts and the color of the history and the, you know, the medieval aspects of it and the, the, the accent and everything. He just fell in love with the country. Right. So whenever he's playing D and D every character he plays has a Scottish accent. Well, a bad Scottish <laughs> accent. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> yeah. Know? And, um, but he just, it, he loves to embrace it. He loves to embrace it. And I just figured, okay, that's cool. Then, then this is something I'm going to, when they came out, it, it was meaningful, right? So I'm going to give him a little patch of the country he loves the most outside of our own. Um, mm -hmm. As a matter of fact, at this moment in time, I think he actually loves the most Barna. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, yeah, when I, when I, and I presented it to him uh, last weekend, because he had his family birthday party as his, uh, pater his maternal grandfather was not going to be available this weekend be out of town um so we had the whole family together well, all 10 of us and um and i gave it to him and oh you just he was just over the moon it was so much fun to watch <laughs> his reaction to that uh so yeah my uh my, my son is 18 so both of my kids are now young adults they are no longer children it's uh it's, it's kind of a scary feeling i gotta tell you a little bit it's kind of like it you know it, it's it's weird you, I, you know i turned 50 this year i and you know i've been 50 for a couple months now and i'm looking in the mirror and i'm like i'm still struggling to see that kid you know the whimsical idiot who who comes up with really strange ideas and is you know you know entertaining and, and fun and i'm seeing i don't see him as much anymore mm -hmm. There's a crazy old man in his place. <laughs> no, it's funny. I I just saw you know a couple pictures of you guys on Facebook before I logged in to talk to you guys, uh -huh. and uh, just to see you, Chris, with short shorter hair, uh -huh. Ian way shorter <laughs> than you, <laughs> and now he's taller than you, isn't he? No, not or, quite. Not quite. It, it okay. depends on the day. It's very weird, and I think it's because. It depends if I've stretched out enough or not. Because if I'm like, if I'm like first thing in the morning and I haven't really stretched and gotten loosened up and moving around, I'm a little, I'm like a fraction of an inch shorter apparently. <laughs> um, but also, it also depends on like, is he wearing shoes when we take the pictures, mm -hmm. stuff like that. Who's wearing shoes? Who's wearing? When we're both flat foot, like in mid afternoon and staring at each other, he's still looking mm -hmm. at me just under the eye. But it's very close. It's real close. <laughs> but I was thinking, where, where's the little boy I met a few years ago? Yeah, you that, know, uh, had a love of blueberry muffins and probably oh, he still, still does. He still, still loves his blueberry muffins. He's he still kind of has a, a penchant for those, thankfully enough. But um, but no, that little boy is um, not quite around anymore. So 
he's impressive. Wow. That kid, I swear to God, he's impressive. It's uh, it's just interesting to hear him talk about stuff. It's it's like you hear that the whole, oh, he's such an old soul thing because there's a there's this wisdom beyond years, and it's I just listen to him talk sometimes. And I'm like, how, how did I how did I make this? This is this is beyond <laughs> my abilities. I did not. I, I'm not good enough for this. This is. How did Do we I need to go this? back to have that discussion about how he's made? <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I meant, woman. <laughs> I know damn well how the biology occurs. Bees. <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm not worried about the biological aspect. I, oh, okay. You know, it's, I'm just I'm just talking about the, uh, the philosophical aspect of it all. I know he's so wise beyond his years. He really is. There are times where he just starts kind of the way he looks at things. It's like. Did, did you just say that? It's, 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 wow. Okay, that's a thing. Well, if you've watched Soul over the Christmas break, maybe you'll, you'll get an insight as to how people get their interests and their loves. There you yeah. go. That sounds like a plan. That sounds like a thing. Uh, how about you guys? Anything special going on? Anything new and exciting? I mean, it's a new year. This is our first podcast recording of, of 2021. Now I've been I've been in the house watching all the developments going on around our country and then oh. distracting myself with with music and sports ball and comic books and and interpretive dance. Exactly. <laughs> cats, always cats. Cats. <laughs> cats are a thing. Absolutely. I just um yeah, I just I just don't get it. I really don't. It's there's a, there's a lot going on that just makes me kind of stop and stare and go, what 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 <laughs> what's what's going on here? What happens? I don't know, man. Yeah. One less fun feed to read on Twitter. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh darn! Whatever will we do for our? Uh... I'll start posting. Yeah. Okay. I don't know what I'll post, but I'll post like funny cat videos or something. That'll be something fun for you to. Watch. I'm just hoping he doesn't open an OnlyFans account. <laughs> here's here's one for you. Uh, somebody retweeted it, so I don't know how. It might be just a kind of a screenshot or or a Photoshop kind of a thing. But somebody on Twitter the other um, yesterday uh, posted a retweet from Pornhub saying, we too have banned him from, from access to our social media. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> I get right. Susan on the other side of me doing a little interpretation of um, of an OnlyFans account <laughs> from uh, our, our Okay. Our, our leader. I, I wish we were on video right now. <laughs> oh my god! She's cracking herself up and me. That's the best part. I can actually, hear her now. Yes. <laughs> Behold the wild Susan! Oh my god! I think that you know what that just reminded me. We were the other day we were talking about future um, podcasts. We had our our, our monthly meeting, our, our first monthly meeting in a couple of years, <laughs> um, and uh, we were talking about putting together some some podcast ideas. I would love to do an entire uh, podcast. Is basically a nature documentary where we just like 
do our best impressions of David Attenborough the entire time. We'll start talking about like the wild uh, House of Guitars guest and or a House of Guitars employee. You know, just start doing like a Rochester based David Attenborough. I can honestly say I don't know who that is. Famous British dude. Okay, well there. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Oh, I, I still have my work ahead of me with you. I really do. There's you just do. so much out there. There's We're so now watching the average Rochesterian attack something called a mm. garbage plate. Okay, now mm. now I hear it. Okay. Thank you, Billy, for the, the mm -hmm. voice. It's I don't know if I had it right. That's just my <laughs> British. That, that's my British impression. Just as Ian has a Scottish accent, that's my British. I seem to recall it now, and I just would be one that I would turn the channel. So, and so I've gotten my British accent from years of watching Monty Python and Ugh. and uh, Doctor Who, and um, I'm not giving like up that. on you yet, Tanya. Well, that's good. There's hope for you. There's hope for me. Yes, I'm not. Help sure me, Obi Wan, Christopher. You're my only hope. <laughs> oh boy! Oh, boy, guess so what? What guess are we what? talking about today? We're we're like 13 minutes into our first podcast of 2021, and we are well and off true, the rails. Off the rails. Mm -hmm. So you know, par for the course. Life is good. This is as usual. Yep. yep, yep. Uh, it, it's a new year. It's a it's it's a new uh, episode of Monkey Business and same SSDD. Same, yep, same shit, different day. <laughs> yeah. You can say it. We don't need the, we don't need the nope. speaker button. We're not on speaker anymore. Okay. So, <laughs> Daniel Sand, how are you doing? We yeah. haven't heard from Daniel yet today. Oh, I'm, I, I've been better. <laughs> well, I know. <laughs> you hanging in there? Yeah, I just got a tough cancer decision to make in the next couple weeks here, so. You know what? I got to tell you, I, I got to commend you for how you have been handling this because it, this is a very difficult situation and you are normally a very private, very quiet oh, absolutely. person and mm -hmm. you have been out in the open saying, here are the details. This is what I'm going through. Mm -hmm. Uncensored, not holding anything back. Just this is it. Here's the basic fact of it. It's like my, my ass will never be the same after rectocancer. <laughs> <laughs> no, but if they do rebuild your ass, can they like make it like a Kardashian ass? Oh, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That would look weird on him. He does not have the rest of the courage to support that. No, I, I, don't, I don't think that'll work too. Well. I don't know. That is not a thing. <laughs> I mean, it's like you're basically you're putting like a lar large water balloon on a, on a telephone pole. And just... <laughs> That's not right. <laughs> look, now we got to laugh. I know it's a difficult thing and everything no, that's going but, through. But... You have to kind of laugh. I mean, give me all the ass jokes you want. I mean, I... <laughs> you know, last weekend I was at Barnes & Noble and Chris and I were um, looking for Deanna's gift, um, birth, um, Christmas presents and stuff for Anne because I just hadn't been able to get them. And and I'm still contemplating going back and checking on Amazon or whatever. But there's a card game that says shit happens. Mm -hmm. and, and I'm like, I showed it to Chris. I'm like, oh, can we get this for Dan? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, part, part of the decision is that it might not happen for me soon. I don't know. <laughs> I know. Well, I know. Um, or, or it's going to happen in a bag. <laughs> yeah. My... um. 
my cousin Tiffany's son, Sam, he has had an ostomy bag. He is going to be 11. He mm -hmm. has had it, I think, since he's been like two. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because he's, all, he's pretty much all they've known. Yeah. Because it's like, um, they're, they're trying to figure out, it's like Hirschsprungs or whatever, where like the um, sphincter muscle or whatever just doesn't contract mm -hmm. type thing. So they've, yep. they've, they've tried to reverse the ostomy and things like that. And it just, he'll always have it. He'll mm -hmm. always have an ostomy bag. But yeah. you know, there are people that have like the ostomy bags that get like cool, like superhero <laughs> covers to put over it, things <laughs> like that underneath. Um, there, there's oh, all I, that type of stuff. Such yeah. a uh, consolation. I know. It, it's, you know, it's, it's a lot of stuff out there. And if that's the way I have to go, it's, that's what's going to happen and everything. It's just, you know, it's just, you know, that I could take, I could take the chance and, and do nothing and hope, hope that the cancer is actually gone. Um, but that's also taking the risk of if it's not gone, that it could spread, spread. That elsewhere and that yeah. don't be, even could be worse. Um, you know, so it's just like, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's the, the safer way to go, but it's just, it's definitely, it's the life know, changing. And then there's the whole, what if, what if, you know, they, we I go through it and then they do the, you know, because they, they'll do a pathology on all, you know, the stuff to see, you know, if there are cancers and they don't find any cancer. So it's like, okay, so I know there's no cancer now, but, I went through that kind of for nothing, you know, kind of thing. You know, mm -hmm. it's like, so mm -hmm. it's mentally, mentally, it's definitely very difficult to kind of deal with and just like, okay, you know, it's, it's the, the, the way that gen is generally done, you know, for this, you know, for, for the rectal cancer, this is what's generally done because that's, you know, the, what's the, the best chance of making sure the cancer is gone afterwards. Yeah. You know, but there's, you know, it's like, you know, yeah, so it's it's just yeah, it's it's just a lot of. Yeah, I just found out on Friday, so it's not not as if I had a lot of time to go through it and everything, so or talk to people or anything. So yeah, oh. and, and we're like the worst people to talk to about it. We're like <laughs> we're gonna make Kardashian jokes, apparently. Give give, give me ass jokes. Not, not Kardashian, a Kardashian. There's yeah, no, no, I I, I, I that was intentional because you know ass. <laughs> <laughs> no, and, and I'll tell you, Dan. Um, your your best friend, your brother over there, he knew exactly when you got the news. Oh, let's not talk about that right now. Uh, that's 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 because that's just that freaked me out. It, it, let me, knew, let me put, okay, let me put this all out in the open because this this happened and it blew me away because I really just it was weird. So Thursday happens. Thursday comes around, and about. Mid to late afternoon. It was like three fifteen ish. Yeah, three three fifteen three thirty doesn't matter. Um, I started feeling weird, and I and then I realized I was almost having a panic attack, and I was fighting it off for about an hour, and it was really bothering me, and I couldn't figure out what it was. I'm texting Tanya. I'm like, I think I'm having a panic attack. I am really, I'm unsettled. I'm shaking. I'm really, really, really nervous. I'm really upset, and I don't know why. And um. About and I got home from work about an hour after I got home from work, two hours I got home from work. Uh, I get a text from our buddy Scott. Um, basically, oh, I broke my leg. Hmm. I'm like, what? So I call him, he'd slipped down a flight of stairs, got a hairline fracture of, of, oh my of his legs. and he, you know, it's fine, he's gonna be in a brace and he'll hmm. get sore, he'll walk it off. I'm like, all right, I didn't. I didn't put the two plus two together, but then the next day, Friday, you go to your appointment and about 10, 15 minutes before you texted me saying, heavy news, a lot to process, call you in a minute. 
that whole thing happened again. I'm hmm. like, I am going, I, I completely forgotten you had had your follow-up appointment. I knew you had the MRI, but I figured they would talk mm -hmm. to you before, you know, after that. I did forgot mm -hmm. completely you were at your doctor's appointment. Mm -hmm. I'm going bonkers. Like my hands were shaking and I could feel, I was feeling cold, even though it was like all nice and cozy in my car. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? And then you texted me. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> Well, you want, you want to know something? In my appointment, I was feeling all shaky and I was getting kind of weak and they had to give me the juice to because I was kind of like getting kind of faint. Uh-huh. <laughs> so were, were you in your appointment about 11.15? You're not helping. You're not helping at all. <laughs> Dan, were, were you in your appointment about 11.15? It was from, nine, it was at, it was at, started at 9.20. Okay. So what time did you get out of it? Um, About 10.20. Okay. That's about when I, that's about when I texted him. All right. So apparently I'm Professor Xavier. I just got to shave my yeah. head. So, so like he, he sends me a text about 1120 and he's like, this is happening again. I'm like, check on Dan, check on Scott, check on dad. But I'm just <laughs> and then no sooner than I sent the check on Dan and Scott, check on dad. The next thing is like from Dan. And I'm like, there you go. There it is. And he's like, shit, 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 shit. No, 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 no. I'm like, holy. So I'm like, you guys have been best friends, buds, brothers for so many years. It's just natural that, like, it, it's not like twins, but you have that twin sense. Our, our periods have coincided, you know. Yeah, okay. yeah. We, we suffered together. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was worse. It was worse when we when we were living together. We would just lay on the couch and watch, you know, Gilmore Girls, and you know, have, have chocolate, <laughs> have cho eat, eat, eat ice cream, and, and share. You guys are both assholes. <laughs> well, if if everything goes to plan, there's only going to be one asshole in this group. So. That's right. <laughs> well, they they are going to try to reattach it, so it's okay. a So what? You know, so the. I might not be, you know, I might not have to have a permanent bag, but, you know, they're going to try to, they're going to cut out the piece of with the rectum there, and then they're going to reattach, pull the colon out and just stretch it and attach it to the sphincter there and, and tie it up in a knot, and then hopefully it'll take and uh, get some, you know, it'll be different. I'll, I'll never, I'll never poop the same. But, um, <laughs> and we'll never poop this way again. <laughs> But um, there's you know, a Las I, Vegas show act in there somewhere, I'm sure. <laughs> we are your listeners for all this shit talk. <laughs> well, that's the thing. He was he, the other day. He and I were talking, right? And it's this is just me doing my my job the worst way possible, right? Um, we're talking, and I'm like, well, let me ask this stupid question: Is there like a bionic? <laughs> asshole or prosthetic that you can put in its place. Maybe you can clone a replacement or something like yeah. that. Isn't it like a thing they can do? They can clone tissue these days? You would think with the, the science and the medical advancements that they've had. Uh, well, that's what I'm hoping he learns when he gets a second opinion, that there's some sort of an option that you can work around it. But then then I'm, I'm going through this, and I'm trying, I'm asking I'm, I'm asking these questions in earnest because I just want to know, when I'm, and I, in the back of my head, I'm realizing just how awful these sounds and i'm like what the, what what is it with this crap oh sorry you know <laughs> i find myself in a middle i i find myself in this minefield of all of these things that, 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 that all these references and i feel uncomfortable making them but he's laughing so i'm happy you know <laughs> i don't laugh i'm gonna cry so you know i gotta one of the some emotions gotta come out this is a really <laughs> shitty conversation i have to say <laughs> Uh, we from network to uh, XM Radio. With, yeah, we're on with XM Radio. Talk. 
Oh, yeah, potty talk. Hey. It's great radio, I think, at this point. I don't know. Oh, man. <laughs> I just, I can't even right now. I just oh, can't boy. even. So, and then, and Dan and I are working on some other stuff. He's going to have a platform to talk more about this out in the open in a, in a podcast format. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just, it, it's, this is life. This is life. It is life. It, it could happen. The first, the first week of tw- of twenty twenty one has definitely been a very interesting one. Oh, mm-hmm. Yes, I want to. I want to cancel my subscription all subscription already. The, the seven day free trial didn't do it for me. Yeah, you already you know. passed the seven days. Sorry. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well I did that on day seven. So I was I was joking to my well, my friend Cindy out in California and and she made the comment like you just said you know I've tried my seven day free trial I'd like to roll back to the original and I said yeah I'm actually in, in talks with uh, IT I'm trying to roll back to the original 2001 edition <laughs> <laughs> let's go back to Windows XP hard reset hell I'll, I'll settle for Windows ME at this point oh boy mm. I, I, I wasn't gonna go there but uh, I remember me and uh Mark went to the, the grand uh, revealing of that, and uh, and they had a, a, a thing for it here in Rochester at the at the Armory, mm-hmm. and um, it was so bad that the Armory because it was a hot day and there's no air conditioning there that they apologized and sent us like consolation prizes for for, for attending this uh, the Windows uh, grand reveal whatever. Oh, <laughs> Marona mia! Yeah. So are we going to talk about something more interesting today? I think so. I think so. I don't know if it's more interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Different. I, I think if, I think from Billy's tone, we can we can say that we're going to go from a shitty conversation to a shitty movie conversation, or or, mm-hmm. or a shit show. <laughs> I mean, it's. I don't know if it sinks that far. No. Okay. No, the movie definitely has some good reviews. Some people like it. Some people don't. Some people are in the middle. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely in the middle, leading leaning towards like. So what we're what we're hinting around is that we were treated to a, a nice gift instead of having to worry about theaters coming open and, and uh, across the country to see it. Uh, we were gifted with Wonder Woman '84, the sequel to you know Patty Jenkins' Wonder Woman hit with uh, with Gal Gadot as the as the lead as Princess Diana there. Oh, Princess Diana, huh? That sounds like a cool. Mm-hmm. I wonder if there's anyway. Moving on. Um, <laughs> And uh, so, or Diana Prince, whichever you come with. Uh, and so we got a chance to see that at home via HBO Max uh, on Christmas Day. And I know a couple of people watched it right away as soon as it was released. I took a couple of days and then hunkered in and watched it myself. Um, I think, Dan, did you get a chance to see it this weekend? I, I did get a chance, yes. You did get a chance? Okay, so it's fresh in your mind, probably the freshest of, of us all. Yeah, because I'm one of those people that went right Christmas Day as soon as I could. Yeah, so Yeah, I watched it Christmas night. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, we're going to, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to refocus ourselves. I'm going to get a glass of water and a cup of tea or something like that. And then when we come back, we're going to hunker in and we're going to talk about what we thought about Wonder Woman 84 starring Gal Gadot. Chris, Chris. <laughs> I know. Well, it was so much fun. We had to try it again. Um, all right. So Wonder Woman is a fictional character appearing in American comic books published by DC Comics. The character is a founding member of the Justice League. The character first appeared in All-Star Comics number eight in October 
1941. Really? I, I, don't think that's correct. Well, I'm reading off of Wikipedia. I think so, Wikipedia is wrong. Well, that's I want to say her first appearance was in Sensation Comics. You know what? That's worth some research. Uh, and it does it, it makes mention of it here with her first feature being in Sensation Comics number 1 in January of 42. So it's oh, basically okay. it's probably saying like a, a kind of like a cameo is what gotcha. I'm getting the impression of here at All-Star mm-hmm. number 8. With her first feature in Sensation Comics number one in January of 1942. Gotcha. The Wonder Woman title has been published by DC Comics almost continuously, except for a brief hiatus in 1986. In her homeland, the island nation of Themyscira, which I would never have known how to pronounce unless it was for the movie, her official <laughs> title is Princess Diana of Themyscira. When blending into society outside her homeland, she sometimes adopts her civilian identity of Diana Prince. And several TV shows, comic books, movies have transpired over the years, but none have gained more attention than the recent uh, DCEU movies. And uh, <clears throat> what was when was the first Wonder Woman movie? It was was it two years ago? Twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen. Wonder Woman hit the big screen. Uh, for the first time with Gal Gadot all, all by her little lonesome carrying a whole movie and doing a fantastic job of it. We loved the first Wonder Woman movie, didn't we? We kind of generally just kind of really enjoyed it. Yeah, we um, did. We, Susan and I rewatched it a couple mm-hmm. days before Christmas. I have the okay. Blu-ray. So. Yeah, and, and it held up like crazy. It's, it's still an excellent movie. Good, good. I didn't make it up in my head. It, it wasn't. <laughs> it, was not a, it was not your imagination. Nope. It wasn't just the excitement of seeing Wonder Woman on the big screen. It is, really is a very, really good movie. Good deal. Good deal. All right. So with that being said, then, um, let's go right off the bat and just say, what was our first impression? We'll go around the horn and our first impression of the sequel, Wonder Woman 84. Uh, Billy, I know you. it was not as, as thrilling for you. No, it was my most look forward to movie of 2020 that kept getting pushed back, pushed back, pushed back because of the pandemic. So I was really looking forward to this, and I was ultimately mostly disappointed. Okay. I, I enjoyed parts of it. It wasn't a complete disaster, but it's definitely a disappointment to me. Now, let me ask you um, right off the bat, what are some of the reasons that it was a disappointment? I think that um, it, it they couldn't get it. I, I, not thematically. What's the word I'm listening? It, it was sort of, I, I referred to it as a jumbled mess on Facebook. They couldn't get the right okay. feel to it. It was part candy-coated fun. They went for serious. It was... There are some things that would work in a comic book that, to me, didn't work in a movie, like the wishing rock. The uh-huh. thing that disappointed me most was I thought the cheetah, who is Wonder Woman's arch enemy, she, the cheetah is to Wonder Woman, like the Joker is to Batman, like Luther right. is to Superman... Really, Kristen Wiig's in it a lot. The cheat is in it for about four minutes. Yeah, and I and it was I, CGI cheated too. We'll yeah. throw that spoiler out there. And I didn't like uh, Pedro Pas- Pascal as Max Max Lord. I know it was like a a Trump parody type of thing, but I don't think you needed two bad guys. 
I think there's a story in there where you could have had Wonder Woman versus the cheetah. Okay. Um, I think that the trope of Kristen Wiig being the nerdy girl no one notices. Uh-huh. Uh and then all of a sudden everyone notices because of the witch wishing rock. No, take off her glasses, undo her hair. It's been done since the thirties. <laughs> that that goofy joke. And most famously, maybe in Rocky, where uh-huh. Adrian all of a sudden, you know, turns pretty. No, it's, yeah. it's Kristen Wig. She looks like she looks like. She's funny. She she was smart enough to get the job at the Smithsonian Institute, but and right. now the person that hired her didn't remember her. It, it, to me, it's Susan's raising her hand, yes? Susan really doesn't like the fact that they put Wonder Woman in stiletto heels. That was my first clue that this movie was going to suck. No. <laughs> okay, that, that's, a, that's an interesting observation, but I'm going to be honest, I don't quite understand its significance. So what was wrong with the stiletto heels? I Just help me out on that one. What's wrong with stiletto heels, Susan Chris? For running? For fighting? Okay. All right. Not that's fair. I wasn't paying much attention to her feet, to be honest. I was going to say, so. say. Oh, I'm sorry, Tanya. Go ahead. I was going to say, like, when she's in her Wonder Woman costume, aren't aren't her boots like wedge heels? Are they wedge heels? The wedge yeah. heels in her costume, but wow. then the, there's stilettos when she's at work and things like that. Same time. Okay. Go, go ahead, Susan. The boots are wedge heels, which. Mm-hmm irritated me but it's not as bad as when she's wearing flat out four and a half inch spiky thin stilettos and they're running around she's not in a wonder woman costume but they're running around investigating and she's wearing stiletto heels that is just that's my personal pet peeve okay that's that i just needed to understand that's that's all uh, and then and i get it now Absolutely. My my pet peeve was not enough cheetah, <laughs> and, and which is valid and, and it's correct. I mean, I want to bring up the fact that Kristen Wiig was amazing. Yeah, I I thought you know she she played the mousy one. You know, we're used to that the mousy, the uncomfortable comedy mm-hmm. comic kind of relief kind of thing from her. But as Cheetah's um, attitude started kind of coming out, and and the the mousy girl was being replaced by the the badass. Um, I was watching this transition and just, I knew she could do it. I mean, I knew she wasn't an incapable actress, but she was always known, in my opinion, a one trick pony, comedy, 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 you know? So to see that transition and to see her handle it so effortlessly, I was like, okay, this is a bright spot for the movie. That was like an up thumb for me on that one was just Kristen Wiig's performance. And then, you know, obviously spoilers, uh, the, the the cheetah the CGI at the end was like why did you do that to her that was like wait a minute yeah. all this build up for her. wow what, yeah. what happened Lisa I loved the first fifteen minutes the the, the little girl on on mm-hmm. I was still called Paradise Island because that's what I always knew it as as a kid but Themyscira yeah. the little, the contest on Themyscira and then the mall fight which I thought was spectacular mm-hmm. uh, and then. I don't know if I just didn't like Max Lord so much that his character really annoyed me. And as far as I know, he still didn't go to prison or anything. He made made up with his son and 
you know, all of a sudden all his crimes get forgiven. That was the impression I got at the end. Yeah. Um, But then again, a a wealthy businessman who gets a lot of power and then his crimes will be forgiven. It may not be that far from, (laughs) from the truth. Yeah. Unfortunate, but true. Yeah. Yeah. Dan, what did you think? You're the one who saw it most recently. Your, your thoughts are fresh. What do you got? Well, I mean, part of it might be, uh, um, because I just had, you know, I had my uh, talk to the doctor and I watched it after that. So my thoughts weren't exactly open, but eh. it didn't yeah. feel kind of, it didn't pull me in. Okay. It didn't, it didn't, it felt kind of disjointed. Okay. Which is something um, really Yeah. I mean, it, it I, I can definitely see both. I didn't not like it, but I didn't love it. I think I'm, that's, I think that's where I am with it is I, I did find a lot of things that I enjoyed and there were a lot of things that were very, flat out comic book right yeah. uh, and and it's like oh okay that that happened now and that's that's very mm-hmm. comic book what's well, a comic book movie okay dismiss move on um, I, I, I would agree definitely with billy about max lord though he was just kind of a he he felt odd too over the top yeah and it, it didn't he didn't feel right and it just and just things escalated so fast and everything and it was yeah. just, it was just it was just it didn't feel it didn't feel organic the whole, you know the flow of the movie okay and is it we're was anyone else annoyed that 70 years later, Diana still hasn't moved on from Steve Trevor? Yeah. I mean, for being a super, you know, for being who she is, it seems like a long time to be holding that. And it seems like they just kind of threw him in there. Okay. The to, to shoehorn him and horn him in there. I got like, her, like her whole, her whole personality was based on this guy. She couldn't have anymore. And all of a sudden, quantum leap happens and what happened to the the soul of the real guy who's yeah plot- there's there's plot holes there but here's the thing diana is essentially immortal or or long lived because themiscara is supposed to be like ancient greece and then you know and she's this ageless thing you know they make a point of that's how they introduce that aspect of it is uh batman versus superman you know when when bruce wayne is going through the files and he finds the world war one picture of her and then realizes it's the same girl in in 2000 whatever mm-hmm. you know so it's like wait there's this ageless quality um and and we're we're treated to how an immortal looks at things in several different media i mean let's look at lord of the rings where the elves are effectively immortal they're around for thousands upon thousands of years and how they look at their memories and how they look at how they interact with people um diana not being quite over steve 70 years later when she's it's basically it's it's a handful of heartbeats to an immortal so i i'm i'm less likely to have a problem with that you brought up other more valid points um with you know we're, we're working towards this, making things much more open, make things much more modern, much more you know diverse and unified uh, to have it become kind of a pivotal thing of her personality. You know, it's, it's like almost to me, I was, when I was thinking about it, I was thinking, I called it the twilight effect. You know, I'm powerless without my boyfriend, mm-hmm. you know, so that that's definitely something I can ding the movie for was here's this strong independent woman who's effectively immortal who's been around forever she is a warrior she's fierce she's brave but she's pining for a dead boyfriend from 70 years ago okay well like i said the 70 years part is not really bothering me but the whole how it has it consumed her is what's mm-hmm. bothering me yes. uh, this is somebody who's been trained to deal with death you know has seen 
you know, her comrades rise and fall and, and Amazon, come on, warrior, Amazon oh. warrior. Yeah. That's the part that gets me on it. The time frame I'm not stressed out about, but the, the, the aspect of it is, is kind of like, eh, I'm not. And I'm how the heck they find a, a two person fighter jet to, to fly to Cairo and fully, I mean, without, fully refueling. Yeah, fully without refueling. Yeah. yeah. In bed, in bed that, that's a goof. <laughs> that's definitely, I'm looking at the, the goofs and things like that about the, yeah. about the jet and uh, things mm-hmm. like that. Um, they it's, really stretched to try and bring in the invisible jet from the yeah. comic book. Yeah. yeah. It know, says the Panavia tornado jet they steal is first shown with its correct inline seating configuration from the exterior. But once they climb inside, it switches to a side-by-side seating configuration. So uh-huh. that's definitely a goof. And the um, like some of the colors and the minimum speed for the jet when they're flying through the fireworks. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people are like showing the the goofs then it's stuff there in the movie yeah see that's and, the stuff you know, i don't even wreck i i i'm not good at noticing that stuff <clears throat> oh but there's people out there yeah. that do oh absolutely oh yeah, oh, yeah. <clears throat> people you know analyze it piece by piece i guess I, mm-hmm. I you can't you can't fly that that fast in one of those uh, far on one of those small jets yeah. and they are vocal <laughs> yeah <laughs> one thing i did think was cute was the uh in the first movie, you had Diana as sort of the fish out of the water in modern society. And then they and in this one, they flip flipped it. it where she has yeah. to teach Steve about, you know, current day things. Right. And mm-hmm. fashions and that type of thing. I thought that was cute. That is. that's that. I thought that was a nice touch. And, and I didn't quite connect it to, you know, the flipping of, of the roles. I just, I liked, um, I liked how they did it. You know, we're, we've seen several fish out of water, pe- people out of time, um, the shtick, mm-hmm. you know, cave, you know, uh, Encino Man with, with, um, Brendan Fraser. Fraser. This is an yeah. extreme version of it. Splash, which is literally fish out of water. Exactly. <laughs> there you go. Very nice. Um, you know, but I, they didn't hit you over the head with Steve, um, being dumbstruck by, modern technology okay. it, I, I liked how he was trying to embrace it and go full force into it as much as he possibly could mm-hmm. the, the wardrobe sequence was it was there's an there's an irony to the wardrobe sequence mm-hmm. when he's trying on the different outfits um you know because you're used to a female character having to go through that and model <laughs> for the audience right so to have a guy doing that there's there's an irony involved in that and it kind of it's it's a nice change it's it's humorous they do it well mm-hmm. but it's not over the top and it's he's so accepting of 80s fashion and those of us who grew up in the 80s are like no no dude don't no don't do that no <laughs> oh god and there's the fanny pack fuck okay <laughs> so <laughs> jesus <laughs> you know so i i just yeah. i i hesitate to call it a bad movie you know like our our friend of the um our friend of the convention and and former power ranger karen ashley um you know she and i have been chatting about it because when she first watched it she went right to facebook and said this movie sucked this was horrible and i'm like i hadn't seen it yet so i didn't want to pick her brain until i'd seen it Mm -hmm. but we were chatting about it and she was just bam this bam that bam i'm like okay all right cool all valid points but can we maybe give it a look i think I think a lot of it, people's reactions are as strong as they are because this movie was so hyped mm-hmm. and it was, mm-hmm. it was going to be our morale booster for the end of the year. And it was disappointing. So not only, so it enhanced how disappointed we are in this mm-hmm. movie. We, we, we wanted it to be something else. We needed it 
We needed it. We don't underline See, but, that word. The thing is, and disappointing is a perfect word because I wanted to like it like crazy. And there are things I like about it. But somewhere along the way, even though DC has made a couple good movies now, Marvel can still meet and exceed expectations. Yeah. Uh when it comes when it came to Endgame, Infinity War and Endgame. Uh to Spider-Man, to uh Spider-Verse. Um it, it dropped the ball a little bit with Ms. Mar- with uh not Ms. Marvel, Captain Marvel. And you no, know, there are lesser Marvel movies, but when it came to needing to stick the landing with Endgame, they did. Mm-hmm. That's true. That is very true. That is very valid. I think that's that's we're gonna have to talk about that one of these days. Have a nice long sit down on on, on how Marvel manages to do it so well so often, you know. And DC has just not Struggled. quite yeah. figured it out. I mean, they have they have hits. You know, Batman versus Superman was yeah. not as bad. See that? No, I I've rewatched it and I've I've enjoyed it. It's not mm-hmm. a great movie, but I've enjoyed it. It writes. It's right up there with Wonder Woman eighty four. Yeah. Think, I, yes. The fact that it's these are are they're all right, but they're disappointing because yeah. they could have been better, and, and they I, missed a lot of opportunities. And us you know, armchair quarterbacks are good at finding those opportunities. And I remember. I don't know. I I loved Aquaman. I thought Aquaman was excellent. Mm. And oh, I'm curious if it's because I went in with lowered expectations. Should mm-hmm. I rewatch it again and ruin my and possibly ruin my my initial experience, which was just of complete wonder and delight at Aquaman? Right. You know, do I want to go back and watch it again? And, you, and think already- something where they, you think it's something where like they're trying to compete versus trying to tell the story? Yeah, maybe. Yes. Yeah, because I mean, Mar- Marvel gave them these huge shoes to fill. I mean, they 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 put on these things and they're trying to compete with that versus just trying to tell the story of these amazing characters they have. I think that's what it is. Is because um, DC Studios ignored what Marvel was doing mm-hmm. until it was too late. Right. All of a sudden, the MCU has become a thing where people can't even think of Marvel movies being separate individual pieces. Every Marvel movie is now suddenly part of the MCU. They have created this juggernaut. Mm-hmm. I'm the juggernaut, bitch. Anyway. And, um, and <laughs> the thing is, is that Marvel has even incorporated the TV correctly. It's they're not in, in they're not interconnected completely, but it's referenced whether it's uh, Shield or the Netflix shows. You know, they'll make reference, whereas DC dis- distance itself with mm-hmm. the uh, the yeah, Berlin CW yeah. shows, yeah, which are very good. I, I love the CW shows. Yeah. I think they've done a great job with them. But they're then they put them, the characters in the movies are different characters. Yeah, you know, and it's it's just that's the thing is is it, and to finish off the point i was making is 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 you know the mcu became this thing and then dc was like we could do that let's jump in on that and make money it, but that was their whole point was let's catch up and make money it wasn't do we have stories to tell 
Obviously, they do. They have just mm-hmm. as much history as Marvel Comics does. They have just as much uh, diversity in their their catalog. They have a lot of different you know, colorful characters and villains to work with. Um, but there's always been a very marked difference between Marvel Comics and DC Comics in terms of the feel of the heroes, the feel of the stories, and and the the tenor of of how they all unfold. And I think you're seeing kind of an offshoot of that in the movies and how the movies are so the DC movies feel very haphazard. Like we're just we're yeah, going to start spaghetti at the wall and see what sticks. Yep. But they, they in this case, they had something that stuck. The mm-hmm. Wonder Woman movie was good the, or not better than good. Mm-hmm. And when it came to the sequel, which is a case of sequels in general, I suppose. There's several sequels that have done well, yeah. but there, there are several sequels that have earned the reputation of being, oh God, sequels. Yeah. You know. Where did it go uh, wrong? What, did, what, did, what, what was the, what, what do we think was the aspect of Wonder Woman 84 that lost that went off the rails. I wish they would have embraced the eighties more. They okay. did it in the openings in the mall sequence, but <laughs> where, where's the needle drop on pop culture and the music. And I mean, they did a little bit with the fashion thing, but I think they could have done more with it. So instead of making it a, a soul of the movie, they use it as just a, a background setting. A we're going to yeah. tell a story that we want to tell. Um, it's just, you know, we're going to do it in the aspect of this. Mm-hmm. It was a prop versus more this is what the movie is. Good word. Yeah. yeah good mm-hmm. word. They didn't really turn it into a period piece. They turned it into a prop in the background. Yeah. Got it. That works. I, I mean, Max Lord, to me, was kind of a big downer in the movie, kind of a big over the top and just sort of, uh, it, it it felt like it, they tried to make it too big, too fast. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like I said, they, they had trouble with the feel, whether to go completely mm-hmm. silly with sort of Max over the top Max Lord in the wishing rock or uh-huh. something a little darker or, or I don't know. It's, I, I, I don't think it, it quite found its feel. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. And I think part of it may be my fault. I was looking forward to it so much and am more familiar with the character than like I still haven't seen Venom, but I bet I like Venom better because I don't know much about Venom. Yeah. That's valid. Hmm. That's definitely a valid thing. Mm-hmm. Tanya, any two cents? I sat back, checked my brain at the door, and just enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm not one that goes deep into looking at yeah Maxwell Lord you could have done without him um there could have been more of uh the thing in regards to uh um Cheetah but mm-hmm. it, it it's definitely uh, the the monkey's paw storyline was kind of was kind of like weak in that regards because they could have done a lot more with that, that, that he didn't necessarily have to become the, the dream stone or whatever, but okay. it could have been that the, the stone kept going from place to place to place. I don't know. It's just. No, I, I see. I, I, I think I understand where you're going with that. I really do. Um, you know, when, when he absorbed it and, and became the wishing stone. Yeah. That, that thing was definitely, that was the jumping the shark moment for the movie for me. 
that he's was got her. a very very easily. She gave it up really simply, easily too. He, you know, it's like there was no, like, she, yeah, because she gave it up because oh wow, someone's finally paying attention to me, and I'll do whatever you want, blah 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 type thing. And and was it kind of like the the sign of the times at that point of the eighties that that women weren't necessarily as as uh, stand up for themselves, and that that they need that they wanted a man and they wanted to be whatever, because it's a different time than there is now. That's an interesting point. Mm -hmm. I mean, just look at the, that glass ceiling is still there and like on, and uh, Barbara Minerva's character, she's just like, I'm not noticed. I'm that whatever, but I want to be noticed. I am that geeky. I am that whatever. And, and I could empathize with that character. I'm just like, I've been there right there with them in the eighties. I was a child of the eighties. And mm-hmm. now like looking at it, um, I, I can see both aspects of the uh, female characters, but hmm. yeah. They made it a little extreme. I like, who are you? I mean, that, that, yeah. this is kind of, ex- ex- they made it a little extreme. And I, I felt any, any similarity to the evolution of Catwoman versus the evolution of, of her, yeah, of actually, that's a great. The cheetah in Wonder Woman '84 is really similar to Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman. I mean, I, I got a lot of feeling. I, I, I felt like a lot of comparison huh. with that. Mm-hmm. You know, just huh. you know, suddenly they become this. I don't know. It just it. It feels like they started off almost like a kind of the same similar yeah, she, way. She mm-hmm. was the geeky person mm-hmm. work at that point working for um, Christopher Walken was Max Shrek. Mm-hmm. Even the same first name. <laughs> huh. I had not even considered that. That's okay. Cool. Okay. I'm 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 just repping my brain around that right now. And that's another reason why I felt like it wasn't I wasn't getting into it because I felt like it was replaying another story almost. Uh-huh. So I mean that just there was just a lot of a lot of things. I mean, if I could forget everything, I might have enjoyed it a little bit more. But again, the movie didn't feel it, it felt like it was forced versus organic. Okay. It, it, it was it was forced into this versus this is what happened because of whatever. It's just that they try to force these things to happen. Like suddenly, suddenly he he's there right at that moment to get the stone or right you know with this and mm-hmm. and you know the, the same kind of character development is another one and it's just I don't know. I think there's a movie to be made without Max Lord. Somehow you can mm-hmm. keep the wishing rock and to me again more cheetah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cheetah. Yeah. Or cheetah. <laughs> well, I mean, just just the the two of them would would have been. Yeah, I mean, I think you could have made something more out of it. Make it make you know develop her character more versus trying to flush it out with another. You know, and just stereotype or... geeky girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it makes sense. Makes sense. Okay. No, it's. I'm just. I'm. I'm just rolling around in the whole. Um, into the Catwoman analog that you guys just came up with that I did not consider it before. So I'm just kind of processing that in the back of my head. That's that, okay. That makes sense. How would we, that, so that, that'd be like one of the steps that we would take to, um, to improve the movie, to make the, to less, less Max Lord, more Cheetah. Mm-hmm. What else would we do? I, I still don't like, the way they brought Steve Trevor back. Okay. There may be a way to get Chris, Chris Pine in there. I haven't well, quite figured it out, but when, when the, wonder, 
the Wonder Woman TV show in the 70s uh-huh. between the first and second season went from World War II setting to modern day setting. Mm-hmm. And they still brought Lyle Wagner along for the ride as Steve Trevor Jr. <laughs> well, how do they do it in the comic books? I don't even know that. See, most. God, that's a good question. I don't know either. <laughs> I'm on it. Hold on. Thank you, Tony. Fabulous. <laughs> well, I, I, actually, I think that may be a case of Earth One and Earth Two, where Earth One with the Justice Society, Earth Two with the Justice Society, uh-huh. uh, have different histories. <laughs> so. So that may be a multiverse <laughs> issue in the comic books. Got our own uh, Jeopardy music in the background. Yeah. Mr. Jim <laughs> Brothers there. Uh, okay. But, uh, 19, does Steve Trevor die in the comics? In 1968, Diana chose to give up her powers to cut ties with her native Paradise Island to stay close to Steve. Trevor was killed off in the next issue. He was thus absent for the next few years of the comic. And the final issue of the original Wonder Woman series, Diane, Steve and Diana get married. Uh, this one? Um, let's see. Uh, after he was killed, while Diana had lost her powers, he was resurrected multiple times, first as Steve Howard, then as Steve Trevor from an alternate universe whose memory was re- replaced that with the original Steve. The two later married with the blessings of her mother, Hippolyta. Uh, yeah. Oh, Steve yeah. Trevor, Comic Vine. What did, uh... Was it the thing where it just like appeared on the you know, happened in the TV show? It didn't happen in the comic. The time jump. Yeah. Yeah, TV show or movies are just because they want to bring up to more modern times for easier filming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's. Modern times way more cost effective than, mm-hmm. but the the we, first season of the TV show, which is also on HBO Max, or all all three seasons are on HBO Max. If you go check them out, the first season is really interesting. The way they deal with the Nazis and mm-hmm. as opposed to how we deal with Nazis these days. Yeah, exactly. No. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So we'll leave that up. Uh, leave that open for now. We don't have an answer. Okay. But yeah. So that'd be something if somebody's listening and they they know how they kind of rectified that and the, you know and then go with it. I mean, they froze Captain America on ice in the comic mm-hmm. books. They froze Captain America on ice in the in the movie. So it, it worked mm-hmm. out well. Yeah. They just kind of kept on keeping on. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So who knows? But so, not a bad movie. No, not no, bad. It's just not what we were hoping it to be. No, right. I I may have raised it more in my head than than it mm-hmm. wound up being, but it's worked in the past. Like I said, Endgame was everything I wanted it to be. Right. And Spider well Spider Verse. To me, still might be the best superhero movie I've seen in a long time, <laughs> even though it's a cartoon. Well, you know, that, it's, that's the thing is we live in an era now where you can't say that anymore. 
you know, where just a cartoon is not a, it's not a modifier anymore. Mm-hmm. It just isn't. I just rewatched it again a couple weeks ago and I still mm-hmm. love that movie. Yeah, it's a, it's a great movie. It is a fantastic movie. Um, and I think that's, I, I, I enjoy the fact that people are more likely to say, um, to not say it's just a movie. Mm-hmm. Or, or it's just an animated or something like that. Like there's a big difference now, you know, animated live action. It's the same thing in people's impressions these days. And I, I, I like that that transition is happening. And actually, I, I, still, I still have more of a trouble watching animated than live. I'd rather watch a live action than animated. So mm-hmm. even with, even with all my love of Disney and stuff, I'd still rather. Well, I didn't say it was universal yet. And I didn't say yeah. it was perfect, but I, I am seeing it happen where it's le- it's less likely for folks to say mm-hmm. there's a difference. Yeah. That's that's my that's my observation on that one. So, oh, and my dog has decided to go investigate something else. I also think it was too long. Now that I think about it, it's two and a half hours. Yeah, but yeah. a three-hour movie, and we didn't we we wanted more. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's because of the plot. It's what, it's what you do with the the time that makes the difference. Mm-hmm. I that's. You know, here's a complete offshoot, but that's the thing about Star Trek Picard and Star Trek Discovery is at the end of the episode, I don't, it doesn't feel like it should, the episode should have ended. And I'm always looking for next, the next piece. What's the next episode? You know, that's one of the things I enjoy about those particular series is that I'm always left wanting more. Endgame left us wanting more, even though it was already this titanically long movie. Yeah. In fact, as long as the Titanic. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, you know, so when we say a movie is too long these days, what that's telling me is that the story was not doing enough with the time that it was using. It, it wasn't, wasn't holding your attention. It wasn't telling the story well. Yeah. We got bored with the mm-hmm. story. That's what I'm hearing. I mean, I, I loved the Lord of the Rings extended editions. I would have watched the. I, I wanted more after that even. Come on. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, and, and, and we got The Hobbit. For it, you know, and more of the Hobbit than we wanted, but we got the Hobbit. Yeah, <laughs> Hobbit, Hobbit was a little carried away, I think. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> but uh, so be careful what you wish for. Max That's Lord. right. <laughs> See how I turned mm-hmm. that around? See how I did nice. that? That was clever. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, yeah, so I, I think the movie being too long is no longer um, anything more than just us recognizing that, that something was not being good. For the plot it had, the the movie was too long. Mm -hmm. (laughs) For the storyline, the the length of the film didn't match the storyline. Here we go. Here we go. You ready? (laughs) Who who here, who in this panel saw the movie Amadeus with Tom Hulse? I haven't. I I know of it, but I haven't seen it. There's a great scene with the, the German emperor, and he had fallen asleep during one of Mozart's operas, which made all the people who didn't like Mozart happy. Right. And um, when they asked him, the, when they asked the emperor of his opinion of, of the opera, the emperor said, thought about it for a second, too many notes. <laughs> and, and they hung that around Mozart's neck like a dead albatross. They were like, oh, too many notes. And, and, and he, it, so yeah, it just, there was too much going on and, and it didn't hold the attention. Mm-hmm. So, there you go. There we go. I'll take that one. That one, that's the win right there. So. Okay. All right. Um, would we recommend this movie to people? Hmm. I'm I, no. Okay. It depends. Depends on the person. I think if it's more of a diehard fan, maybe not. Uh huh. Because they they're gonna 
not be happy with it, but for someone who just wants to enjoy a movie, then. But I, I, I think if you just recommend it to a normal person, you're, and it's not good. You're giving that person the wrong impression of comic book movies. I'd rather recommend a good one mm-hmm. or a better one. I see your point. Mm-hmm. Recommend the first one. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. How about you, Ton? If they're just being a completist, go just to have the completest attitude to go and watch it. Just mm-hmm. so, so you have it and... You can say you've seen it. You see, you've seen it. I mean, it, it, it wasn't horrible, but it wasn't super exciting. Got right. it. Actually, now that Tanya brought up the completest word. <laughs> no, no, this is, this is for real. Uh, y- yes, but nowadays there's so many other options. Back when the Wonder Woman TV show came out, there wasn't much, many options for superhero nerds of things to watch i forget if the hulk tv show had been around yet or not but before the linda carter tv show there was a pilot movie with kathy lee crosby as wonder woman oh i'd heard about that and i've watched it many times and back then i was happy with it because there was nothing else Uh you know i didn't have anything else to compare it to so i had wonder woman and that was good enough. Nowadays, that's not good enough. <laughs> so yeah. I think nowadays, Wonder Woman 84, if this was the only thing we had, I'd love it. But now I've got, you know, the Christopher Nolan Batmans. I got the the um, uh, what Tim Burton Batmans. I got Christopher Reeve as Superman. I got... Mm-hmm. Every variation yeah. of Lots every superhero. I got Toby Maguire's Spider Man. I got Tom Holland's Spider Man. I've even got uh, the guy in between whose name I forget. Andrew I Garfield. What's that? Andrew Garfield. Yes. I, I didn't like those movies, but I don't need to because I can go watch Spider Man 2 with Toby Maguire, which I liked a whole lot. Valid. Very valid. Yeah. Not more options. Yeah. I think that's going to be a future podcast too. Is are, are have we reached the point in comic book movies where we have too many options now and we can't actually enjoy it anymore? Nope, never enough options. That's that, there we go. Entire podcast in one moment. Appreciate that. <laughs> Efficiency well, at its finest in this. Group, I, love it. Well, I don't have yeah. to like them all. If someone, I, I'm more than thrilled. If someone loved Wonder Woman '84, good for them. I'm happy people like stuff. Make Good. more of it. I'm Good. hoping there's enough there to come out with a Wonder Woman three that's better. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I think it's probably in the works at this point too. Yeah, it's already happening. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, well, Anne has already jumped over to going back to watch the Wonder Woman TV series, and I was <laughs> getting commentary last night. Um, she was like, uh. She's like, oh my god, they are complaining, oh, uh, complaining of um about a steak dinner that costs over a dollar. I'm like, I'm <laughs> like, who? She goes on the Wonder Woman TV show. I am loving and dying watching these again. Yeah. <laughs> did you like so, the Linda Carter came out at the end of the movie? Yes. Yeah. I did. Yes, I did. Yeah, that was it. Was really well placed. She still looks nice, good. Yeah, she does. Yeah, she's she's and also the president and Supergirl. That's- yeah, I was going to say, she's been on a few shows lately, so yeah. That, that woman has aged very, very well. And she's she was she was the principal on um, Sky High. Yes. 
And she even makes a crack at the end of the movie. She goes, I don't, I'm not Wonder Woman, you know. Yep. yep. <laughs> <laughs> There's a vastly underrated movie we should talk about sometime. Uh, I just watched that with Sky the kids high? the other day. Yeah. yeah. Sky High. Is that Absolutely. Kurt Russell? Watch it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I have seen it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, sidekick. And, Hero. Sidekick. And, oh my God, I can't think of her name. She just passed away last year. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, oh my gosh. I can't think of her name. I feel horrible right now. What? Not Rita Wilson. That's Tom Hanks's wife. Oh, on no, Sky um, High? Yeah. Uh, oh my God. What's her name? I'm killing myself right now here. Well, not literally, obviously. Yeah. Don't do that. Kelly Preston. Kelly Preston. Thank you. Oh my gosh. I couldn't couldn't think of a poor woman's name. Um, But yeah, Kurt Russell and Kelly Preston are the, um, the mom and pa Mm -hmm. of of our up and coming hero in that one. And, uh, and, and the kid, the the guy who plays um, the hero in the expanse plays the quote unquote villain in sky high. War and Peace is the character name in. in uh, oh, yeah. Stephen Strait. Thank you, Stephen Strait. Man, That's I am not locking in on names. Today. I, have, I have it up. I have it up right now. Okay. So. Yeah, and who's the kid who plays the the young man, the hero? Um, Michael and Garano. And Garano, yeah, he he has not been in much. He kind of like did a couple of like Nickelodeon and 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 uh, Disney movies, and that was about it. And then... oh, he was in Will and Grace. Was he? Uh huh. Imagine uh, that. Uh, the Nick, Will and Grace from nine. Uh, I don't know what he was in Will and Grace. But, uh, let's see. Uh, the Forbidden Kingdom, uh, Summerland. I think probably just bit parts. He's on. Pen fifteen, but I don't think it's supposed to be pen fifteen. Oh, I know it actually it is. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it looks like something else. Yes, yes, I know that show. I haven't seen it, but I've is middle it. school as it really happened in the year two thousand? Mm. Thirteen year old outcasts. Yeah, a stroke of a gel pen. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't look like pen fifteen, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right anyway so i think we've we've done this one up and um and so at this stage let's go take another quick break and when we come back we'll we'll end the, the our first podcast of 21 with a question of the week We are back, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, dudes, dudettes, and all points in between. We love you. We miss you. We can't wait to hang out with you a little bit more coming up in 21. And now, as per every podcast we have, it is time for the question of the week. 117. 117. Oh, okay. What movie quotes do you use on a regular basis? Oh. oh. <laughs> they told me they fixed it. <laughs> yeah, that one. Inconceivable. Inconceivable one, yeah. Behind the rabbit? It is the rabbit. That one I do know. <laughs> um, yeah, it, along those lines, I've, I've, I have said in several occasions, um, I'm on the Brute Squad. You are the Brute Squad. <laughs> 
I now that I'm actually trying to think about because they they happen so casually, I don't look for mm-hmm. opportunities. Yeah, they, they they just sort of come out normally. One I yeah. use is is from Pulp Fiction. Where bacon is delicious, sausage <laughs> is delicious. <laughs> well, that's just true. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it, um, Samuel Jackson's character doesn't eat pork. Goes, I don't care. <laughs> It goes a sore. How? What's his answer? A sore rack tastes like pumpkin pie. I'm still not going to eat the motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have I have left several inspections, muttering under my breath. Oh, Captain, there is no intelligent life on this planet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, what else? What are, the, what are the good ones that have popped up? I, you know, that's the thing. It's very situational. I know I use. Yeah. We use a lot of them at the gaming table. Mm-hmm. Oh God, yeah, especially at gaming tables, most likely. Uh, make it so comes up with that's more TV yeah. than, than than movie. I protest. I am not a merry man. <laughs> <laughs> that was TV too, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, I have on on a couple of occasions and pulling up my driveway, I'll hit the uh, the remote for the uh, the door opener. Open the pod bay doors, Hale. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> huh, let's see. Um, I okay. Um, back in my my late college days, one of the girls in the dorm was talking about tattoos. And they were talking about a particular location they wanted to put said tattoo. And I I overheard it and I just looked over my shoulder. I said, there's a shortage of perfect breasts in the world. It'd be a pity. <laughs> and then went about my merry way, you know, having channeled my Wesley there for a moment. So, Oh, wing. Swing. <laughs> Swing. Swing. Yes. Oh, yes, she will be mine. Well, it looks like Sean went to BJ's already. He was going to go to BJ's after Athena. Oh, yeah, I've seen that post. And I'm seeing, I'm like, oh, okay, he doesn't need me to amuse the puppy in the car while he goes into BJ's. Is that a movie quote? No. <laughs> that's, that's, kind of <laughs> that's my ADD kicking in. Um, yep. I know. For some reason, that was a squirrel moment. Yeah, yeah. I have a lot of squirrel moments. In and of itself, it's a quote when you think about it. Squirrel. Squirrel. <laughs> oh, um, uh, we've used. I just met you, but I love you. Will you be my master? Yes. Will you be my friend? I love you. <laughs> I love you. Kevin is a girl. Kevin's a girl. Um, what I know I've said, and I don't remember why, but it's one that pops from Back to the Future. I'm gonna be Mayor Mayor Goldie Wilson. <laughs> That's it. I'm gonna be there. <laughs> Done. Let's, let's make like a tree and get out of here. Yeah. It's leave. Leave you, idiot. Oh yeah. Yeah. Dan uses that make, one often. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't think of. Like I said, it, it, I've said it a couple of times already. It's just, I, mm-hmm. it's hard to say that there's. So they pop up because of your, your brain makes a connection. It's like, oh, yeah. Yep. And now you got to force this. Like, Come on. I know. Uh, it's very situational. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that's yeah. fun. So you're going to have to share with us, folks listening at home or in your car or uh, at work or you know on an airplane or um, 
in space. In a rocket ship, yeah. In a rocket ship. <laughs> going to take a trip in our little, little rocket, rocket ship. ship. <laughs> <laughs> let, us, let us know what, what quotes have come to mind and what ones you have. And your input on Wonder Woman 84, too. We want to hear what you have to say about the movie mm-hmm. and, uh, and if you liked it or not and why you liked it and why you may not have liked it. So do you agree with us, disagree? That's the thing. Let us know. And uh, we will talk to you again uh, soon. So, uh, hey, Dan. Hey, Chris. I I think it's the end of the the show, Dan. So, hey, Dan. Hey, Chris. Hit it. Because this has been FC3's Monkey Business, a product of the Mighty Monkey Corporation, purveyors and producers of the Flower City Comic Con. Coming at you sometime in 2021. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us wherever we go. And we will lead you to where the entertainment is. You guys have a great week. Have a safe week. And we'll talk to you again next week. Dun, dun, dun. 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 Wow. <laughs> <laughs>